You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, y'all. It's Letitia. Thanks for joining me. Let's see if I need to update you on anything. I think um, I, I think I don't have any updates. I mean, life is good right now. I'm very, very appreciative and thankful for where I am right now. And one of the things I have... I lived what I call, a lot of people don't know this, but I live what I call a principled life, meaning there are certain principles that guide my life. Like one of them is generosity. Another one is, and I'm about to talk about right now, is gratitude. So I am incredibly, incredibly grateful um, just for my life, for my journey, for the juicy twists and turns for things that worked out incredibly, for things that were an epic fail. Like, I'm grateful for all of it. And a lot of times when we are in, I want to say maybe head spaces or spaces where we're discouraged or things aren't going, a lot of times if you just relax into gratitude, it will shift your entire perspective. Like, I am really thankful and grateful for, you know, just gratitude because Gratitude also allows me to release my attachment to certain outcomes because gratitude helps me to see like, man, it's just really not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. But the things that I have been so thankful and grateful for as of late, I was just like, you know, talking to my guy, God, and I was like, God, I am so grateful and thankful just for health, for wellness, for well-being, for peace of mind, for, you know, like peace. A lot of people don't have peace. If you have peace of mind, man, you're winning. But I'm just, I'm just very grateful. I was like, God, you've made our bodies to be these like um, just divinely orchestrated machines. And even if it's not operating at an optimal level, I was just like, God, when I say optimal, as well as it could be, because there's always things I could do. I'm like, I'm just so thankful and grateful for health, for strength. I'm thankful and grateful for provision, that I have everything that I need and then some. I have more than enough so that I can be a blessing to other people. Like, I'm just so incredibly grateful. I'm surrounded by um, amazing and loving people, people where there's reciprocity I can give and people pour back into me. Like, I'm just really thankful and grateful. I'm grateful that my business is growing, but that it's also been built on my terms exactly the way that I envisioned it and that I desired it. So desire it. So um, I'm really, really grateful. But here's, here's where I'm about to talk about. I'm really grateful that my confidence in many instances has been restored because the confidence or the lack thereof was like this looming thing over me for a long time. And it's it it inhibited me from pursuing certain things, from showing up fully, from doing certain things, or even from believing certain things about myself because that confidence wasn't there. 
And the reason I'm talking about confidence is because it still is a key thing when I talk to my clients and when I talk to so many people that we don't have confidence. Now, I always say when you're starting something, when you're doing something, a lot of times confidence comes from mastery. So you're starting with courage. You're just starting with the courage to do it, the courage to try, the courage to explore, the, the courage to discover. And confidence usually comes from mastery, like after you've gotten really good at something, right? But at this stage, not necessarily this age, because I did just turn 49, right? So I'm, I'm listen, I'm, I'm 49, so things are different. But no, at this stage, I was like, I had a realization that I feel so incredibly confident, not necessarily in what I do, but in who I am. Like, I, I feel confident, but I also feel worthy I feel confident in who I am. And when I say confidence comes from mastery, I'm self-aware enough. And I've been working so long and so much on self-awareness that I know who I am. I, I genuinely believe that there's more of me that will unfold and evolve right until the day that I die. But I know enough about myself. I'm self-aware. Like I've mastered me enough so that it lends itself to confidence so that I can show up in ways now that I was not able to show up in times past. I can show up confident in my thoughts, in my opinions, in my, in my value, in my contribution without needing permission, without needing validation. You, I used to need permission to be great, right? And now I'm serving notice. I'm not asking for permission to, to you know, share all of the parts of myself and feel like I need to hold some back. But I'm saying that confidence has just come from I'm going, I'm going to say a trendy term from doing the work. And a lot of times we tell people to do the work, but what does the work look like, right? But in, in a nutshell, doing the work is really like unlearning and remembering, unlearning all of the things that you believe about yourself that are not true and remembering who you are for real. Because who you are for real is deeply imprinted and ingrained in you already. Like I, I'm looking at my bag across from me. I have this um this 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 purse. And me and the producer we was was looking at it. And so the 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 design is just like ingrained in the bag. It's like embossed in there. And so who you are is so deeply ingrained in you already. But you just forgot. You forgot. You just forgot who you are. And so by unlearning who you are not and remembering who you are, you too can begin to move in a place of confidence and worthiness. I think the two kind of go hand in hand. A lot of times we don't feel worthy because we lack confidence. And a lot of times we don't feel confident because we lack worthiness. And so I feel like the two are like cousins or sisters, whatever, right? But if, if this is you, because I'm telling y'all, this is a real thing. I work with some of the best and some of the brightest and... um. I know some incredibly brilliant people, incredibly accomplished people, people with so much potential. And at the core of mostly everything is this lack of confidence or either this lack of worthiness. And so somebody can tell you 50 million times how brilliant you are, how great you are, how beautiful you are, how intelligent you are, how smart you are. But until you remember that that's true about you and until you feel worthy of, of what all of those things um, 
can can provide for you, those are like words falling on deaf ears. You can't tell a person that does not believe that they're beautiful. You can well, you can tell a person a gazillion times that they're beautiful, but if they don't believe that they are beautiful, guess what? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. That's why we look naturally or outwardly at people. But God says, don't look on the outer appearance. Look at the heart. I deal in the hearts of people, and I'm telling y'all that the hearts of people in so many instances lack confidence. I have a. Uh, I was talking to one of my clients. Um, man, she is like killing it, right? She is killing it. And I was talking to her. She had just like this amazing thing that um, that happened for her just a couple of months ago. And she has another amazing thing that's happening for her right now. And I said, I feel curious to know why this is a challenge sharing for you, sharing this. And she said, um, I don't know. She just said, you know, it's probably this still this thing about imposter syndrome. And so we had a really in-depth conversation about that. And I said... I can understand. It wasn't a privacy thing. It wasn't a privacy thing like I don't want people to know. It was really a a self thing like maybe I don't really feel like I'm worthy of all of this like honor and I'm worthy and deserving, right? And I don't really have the confidence that I'm really who people say that I am. And so a lot of times if you lack confidence, it's almost like if or the imposter syndrome, if people knew who I really was, would they would they still believe this about me or if people knew the truth about me? And so I was the one thing that I said to her, I said, okay, well, if not for you, can you share this for the person who needs to see your light? Can you share this for the person who needs to see your path? Can you share this for the person who, you know, they are watching your path and they're inspired by your path and seeing you do these amazing things open opens up something in them, opens up possibility in them. Can we look at this as though maybe it's bigger than you, that your impact in the world, your life prints that you're making on people, that is so much bigger than what feels uncomfortable for you? And she said, now that you put it that way, she said, I absolutely will. And so this lack of confidence or this lack of worthiness, guys, it's like, um, it's it's not only robbing us, but it's robbing the world of who we are. And so here's here's what people say to me. They say, okay, if my client hears this, she's going to know I'm talking about her and that's okay because me and you had this conversation. I have another client. Man, she like smashed her goals like I don't know what. And then I said, okay. I said, so when people ask you how you did it, I said, what are you going to say? She said, it's all God. And I said, it's not, but it's not all God. I said, because that can't be replicated. If I tell you, hey, I did X, Y, or Z, and you say, how did you do it? And I say, it's all God. You can't, you can't replicate that. That sounds good. And we've been taught this sense of humility, but a lot of times it's false humility that makes us like, it diminishes us to as if we had no part in anything that has happened, but we are co-creators with God. So God doesn't, if that was the case, Uh, If it was all God, then everybody would be at the same level. But we're not all at the same level doing the same things because we have a part to play. And so I said, let me remind you of who you are and what you have contributed to this process to get here. And I was like, and so if people ask you this, then you can share that. And she was, it made her uncomfortable though, to speak well about herself in this way. 
right? And so we take this road of false humility, of shying away from sharing the great things about ourselves. And I'm telling y'all, at the root of that a lot of times is this false sense of humility, but also a lack of real confidence and a lack of worthiness, right? God didn't make us to be these incredible human beings, to be to be like brilliant and filled with so many incredible gifts and so much potential and we can change the world in so many ways only for us to just be like, oh, well, you know what? It's all God. We have like made God to be out to be like this egotistical slave driver or something so that if you speak well about yourself, then it's just like you, you're going to be punished, right? You, you, you're about to go to hell or, or something. And so it's something that's just really bothersome to me because, and then too, society draws, is drawn towards people who are in their brokenness, right? People who are in brokenness or people who are in pain or people who are in trauma, those are the winners. A lot of times when you see people who are really getting on the other side and healing and thriving and living life and being blessed abundantly, a lot of times, guess what? People get triggered by that, you know? People get triggered by that and say, you know what, but you need to stay humble. You, you need to stay humble. Don't let all of these things go to your head. But how about when I was down so long, it looked like up to me, like Drake said. How about when I was in that space? Nobody had a problem. Everybody wanted to trauma bond when I was in that space. But then when you move to a space of being genuinely confident, genuinely feeling good about the person you see when you look in the mirror, not necessarily physically, but you, I can look in the mirror and be like, girl, I am so damn proud of you because people know some of your struggles. People don't know all of them. People don't need to. But I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, I am damn proud of the woman that I am. Like, I am so proud of me. I don't, I don't need applause for that, but I feel good about me. And so that's the energy now that I am bringing out into the world. I feel good about me so much so that, guess what? I'm so comfortable with me that I'm going to let all of the parts of myself just, just be out there because I feel like it's just, it's just, it's just beautiful, right? And so getting that energy though, a lot of times it makes people very uncomfortable because people liked it better when you were broken, when you couldn't figure nothing out, when you was always going through, when it was always raining on your side of the street. Watch that kind of energy. I'm not saying that you have to be suspicious of people. And I'm saying sometimes it just triggers people who have not done their own healing. It's not judgment, but I'm just saying just watch that energy around you. So going back to what I was saying though, Work on your confidence. Work on unlearning the things that people have told you about yourself, the things that you've come to believe about yourself, the things that you've internalized and made personal about yourself, the things, the hurtful things that people have said that you've come to believe. Unlearn those things. Ask God to show you who you really are. Ask God to show you who you really are so you can remember who you are and so you can show up and be that person because there is not another person like you who has your unique combination of skills, gifts, you know, personality. There is not another person like you, but we have so many people that want to blend in instead of standing out as the unique individuals that they are. Listen, I'm six feet tall. And what I wanted to do was play small. Where can I go and you not see me? Make that make sense. Where can I go? My, my very presence commands attention, right? Where can I go and you not see me? But my life's experiences and the fact that people had a problem with me, even in my own family, to survive, I felt like I had to shrink 
and you play a role long enough, and guess what? It, it becomes a part of who you are. And so I got accustomed to playing small. I got accustomed to diminishing my intelligence. I got accustomed to diminishing my vision because people would tell me things like, you're out of your mind. I'm not out of my mind, but I'm just out of yours. I'm in my damn mind, right? I, I understand that. But I, now I'm at the space where I don't need people to understand. I don't need people to agree. I don't need people to validate. And we can still be good. So that's all I'm saying y'all, is this just a beautiful space and place to be in? Do I still have work to do? Of course I have work to do, but I've done enough work so that I am good. I am confident and I am worthy. I am worthy of every single thing that I'm moving towards, right? And let me tell y'all something else about not feeling worthy. When you don't feel worthy of something, you're going to be working real hard for it. When you let's, let's just take love, for example. If you don't feel worthy of love just because there's just by virtue of who you are, you're going to be working for love. You're going to be performing for love. You're going to be auditioning for love. You're going to be giving for love. You're going to be just doing everything that you possibly can because you feel like you have to work for love. When you realize that you're worthy of love, not because of anything you do, but just because of everything that you are, you stop working for it. I don't work hard to be loved by people. I don't want people's crumbs. If people just don't love me, if the love is just not there, then guess what? I'm just not meant to be loved by you, but I'm not working for love. That's why struggle love is so familiar to people and so attractive because it's familiar. I'm struggling, I'm working, I'm proving myself, and finally you get the memo that I'm worth loving after I've worn myself down. Hell no. It's no. No, 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 no. God said about Jesus in the Bible, right? Whether you believe it literally, whether you believe it just like, you know, symbolically, however you believe. This that's, has nothing to do with the price of tea of China. But God said in the Bible about Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. This was before Jesus started his ministry, before Jesus just did anything, just on the basis of sonship, on the basis of relationship, that love was bestowed upon him. He didn't have to do anything to be loved. And so we we are like in this society where you got to work for love, where you got to prove that you're worthy of love and people got to twist it. And I'm, it's so much so that, you know, there's times where, you know, when I love someone and they're so unaccustomed to love that they get suspicious, like, what you want? I don't want anything. I'm just loving you. I, I don't want anything from you, but you're so twisted and perverted in your in your experiences that you call good evil and evil good. That love to you feels foreign. It's not me, it's you, right? We just got work to do. So get into that space of confidence, getting to that space of being worthy. You are worthy of every single thing that you desire. You don't have, listen, I'm telling y'all, I don't know who made you feel like you're not worthy. I don't know if it's your relationships, if it's your parents. I don't know who, they lied. That's all I'm telling you is that they lied. And then the last thing that I would tell y'all is this. Um, what did this girl ask me? Now, one thing I do lie about is when I say the last thing, hell, that might be three things after that. But she she asked me, um, how do you, What God, what was that question? It was like, how do you move in confidence or something like that if you don't believe it? And so I don't know if I told y'all this secret before, but on another podcast, but I'm going to tell y'all something else. Now, y'all know I'm going back to the Bible here. In Amos 3 and 3, 
It says, how can two walk together, like, except that they agree? So where I lacked belief in, in myself and in certain things, I just moved in agreement with God. If God said that this was possible for me, or if God said this about me, I just began to move in agreement with God until I began to believe it. So I didn't always start with belief. I start with agreement. I started with agreeing with the one who created me. And that came from being able to hear the voice of God and being able to listen to the voice of my spirit to tell me this is who you are. So that helped me to remember. So if God is saying this is who I am, then clearly who I think I am is not I'm not that person. So let me unlearn this and agree with God and move in this direction because I'm going to trust what God said. And so eventually over time, I looked up and I made so many inroads in confidence and so many inroads in self-belief, but I didn't start with belief. I just started with agreement, agreeing with God. If you don't believe in God, listen, I don't know how to help you. All I can tell you is my formula. My formula might not be your formula, but... This, this lack of self-belief and this lack of worthiness and this lack of confidence is killing relationships, it's killing businesses, it's killing our potential, it's killing everything that we could just really show up and do in the world. We've been designed to change the world in ways, right, that we, we, could, we couldn't even imagine. And if you don't know who you are, if you lack confidence in your ability to do so, then you hold back and you shrink back, right? I would much rather live my life and look back and I don't have regret than to shrink back, you know, you know what I mean? Then then to then to just shrink back right now and be tortured by the possibilities, tortured by what ifs, tortured by if I only had done this or if I only had tried this. No, 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 no. I don't I don't want to look back and live a life of regret. And so my formula is that, God, if you say this is possible, or if you say this is who I am, then I'm going to agree with you. I don't, I don't have to have a speckle of belief, but help my unbelief right here. And I'm just going to move in this direction because you said it. I'm going to move on the strength of your word. It was your word that created everything in the first place. So I'm going to move on the strength of that until I see it, right? And so when I see it, I don't always have to see it to believe it but I can agree with it and I believe it even though I haven't seen it, if that makes sense. So um, it's been it's been a really, really interesting journey, but that lack of worthiness and that lack of confidence, I'm telling you, it's just, it's just like, it's just like a cancer that metastasizes and it gets into everything and you can't possibly show up as who you've really been designed by God to be in the world when you lack confidence. And people were telling this to me for years. And I was just like, what happened to my confidence? Like when I was younger, I mean, you couldn't tell me that there was anything that I couldn't do. Guess what? You better believe that there is always an enemy to your purpose, right? There's always an enemy. There's always an adversary. There's always an obstacle, right? But guess what? I'm still going to do the thing that I've been put here to do. This was my path. This was my journey to conquer these lies, to to unlearn and to remember, and then to model for people what was possible or what is possible. That's my path, right? So um, I'm thankful for the enemies of my purpose. I'm thankful for the adversarial things. I'm thankful, thankful for the obstacle. I'm thankful for the struggles. I'm thankful for every part and parcel 
of my path because guess what? I can see the light. I'm in the light. I am the light, right? I could, For a long time, I could not. For a long time, I was like, there's got to be something more. There's got to be a greater reason for my existence, but I don't know what it was. It felt like I was just buried in pain, but that pain became a platform. And so that's all I'm saying is, but God was telling me that all along. I couldn't see it. I couldn't believe it. So my only choice was to agree. So for all of y'all that lack confidence and it's showing up in your businesses, it's showing up in your relationships, or you feel like you're not worthy, you don't pursue a thing or you don't move in a direction because you feel not you feel like you are not worthy of it. You, my friends, are not alone. But what I am saying is that you don't have to stay in this space. You don't have to stay in this space. You can agree, agree with God, agree with your spirit, agree with your higher self, agree with the Creator, consciousness. Y'all, I can't go down the list of all this stuff that people believe in. Right? You, you, you fill it in with what works for you, and um. If you don't believe in any of that, then like I said, I, I don't know what to tell you. But the the one thing that I would love to be able to impart into anybody is possibility. And it's the work that I do in the world. It's the work that I do with my client. I see what's possible even when they can't. I, the Bible says, find somebody whose faith you can follow. If you need to borrow my faith, you can. I got enough for both of us. I got enough for all of us. And so a lot of times I, I can see something that my clients can't see yet. And so, and I'm just like, just agree with me, that, that, that agree with me and let's just move in this direction. And sometimes just on the strength of what I'm saying, they will do it. And then we see things come into fruition and then they believe. However you get to belief and however you get to confidence, however you get to worthiness, Hey, the the whole point is that you get there. And the last, I'm really saying the last thing for real. The last thing that I would say is, who are the people that are around you? Ask God, who are the people that are designed to help you? We are never in this journey alone, even though sometimes we might not recognize our teachers, our mentors. You know, we, we don't we don't recognize, but ask God who has been sent to help you. Ask God about the people that are in your life. What is their purpose? Like, I can tell you the purpose of each and every one of my clients. I know, I I, I, I can tell you. I can tell you the purpose of everybody that's in my life because I ask, right? I don't, I don't just haphazardly allow people to come into my life and I don't know what they're there for. I'm very clear. And if I'm not clear, I'm going to ask. If I'm not clear, then I'm like, I don't know if this is God or the other guy, but I need to know who's in my life and why because my work in the world is just that important. So ask who's been sent to help you. Ask for your helpers because we're not designed to do this alone. And so if I could have it my way, everybody would be living a life of confidence, a life of worthiness, and just doing the beautiful things in the world that we've been designed to do. I love each and every one of you. And, um, you know, I pray for your confidence. I pray for your worthiness. I pray that you unlearn all of the things about yourself that are just not true, however you came to learn and believe them. And I pray that you really remember who you are in a real divine way. I love y'all.